Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast for the week beginning December 11. It's a new moon week, it's the last new moon of the year and it's taking place in the very good fun sign of Sagittarius. So hopefully it's going to be a good week, but listen, because there's more. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast for another week. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, and what we have this week is the last new moon of the year. We also have Mercury going retrograde. We also have a clash to the planet Neptune. There's a whole lot of stuff going on this week, so let's dig in. Uh, Let's start off by looking at the new moon in the sign of Sagittarius, and I'm just going to tell you some of the keywords. This is from my beautiful Moonology Diary 2024, which is almost done with. And uh, we're going to be ready for the Moonology Diary, sorry, the Moonology Diary 2023, which is almost done with. And we're going to be ready for the Moonology Diary 2024. Uh, It actually starts in December. So if you buy it, you can start using it before the year is over. All right. So let's have a talk about this new moon in the sign of Sagittarius. The first thing to say about the new moon in Sagittarius is it always provides an opportunity to step back and look at the bigger picture, which is obviously a really important thing to do as the year comes to an end. Because, you know, no matter what you're going through, even if you're having a really horrible time at the moment, for example, and if you are, I'm really sorry, my heart is with yours. I know it's a really difficult time to be having a really difficult time at this time of the year because... You know, you're surrounded by people who are like, yay, it's Christmas and all that. And if you're a bit like, "Uh," well, I understand. We all know that Christmas is uh, actually, you know, some people's favourite day of the year. It's actually my favourite day of the year, touch wood, for a good Christmas. But it's also a time where people do, you know, do it tough a little bit often, um, especially if they're not surrounded by a good family or friends or if they're short of cash and they can't do what they want to do with their family for Christmas and so on. So this is where the new moon in Sagittarius can normally help, although I will say this this year's is a little bit of a trickster. So, uh, yeah, so often we humans bury ourselves in the details of life and we do just get focused on our worries and our concerns. But the Sagittarius energy this week is actually really good for taking a step back, all right, and looking at the bigger picture. You know, they say that if you have a fridge with food in it, you're already already in the top 1% of people in the world. I, I read that somewhere a while ago. Maybe if you've also got heating, I'm not sure. But, you know, things that we take for granted, a fridge with food in it, heating, you know, we already have so much to be grateful for. So one thing to do at this new moon, which I'll give you the dates for in a minute, One thing to do at this new moon is take a step back and look at the big picture of your life and think about what you have to be grateful for. Even if there have been things which have been disappointing for you this year or upsetting or sad or even tragic, try to find something in you that can tune into the very optimistic Sagittarius energy 
and think about something you are grateful for. And let's fact, let's do it now. Hand on your heart chakra. Close your eyes. Breathe in and out. In through your mouth. Out through your nose. And just bring to mind someone or something you are super duper grateful for, especially in the last 12 months. Often when I do this, I think of my beautiful son, Louis, or other people in my life. But you know what just came to me? My little dog, Jonty. Yes, yes, he's just looking at me. He's just down there. When I say his name, he looks at me. Um, he just came to me to be grateful for him. He's been such a good little friend for me this year. I've had him for nearly a year. By the time you hear this, it'll be uh, one week off a year. All right. So, yes, taking a bit of a step back and getting perspective helps us to see that we are, in fact, blessed. And as my teacher in India, Sri Shakti Narayani Amma says, the secret is to know you are blessed and live your life within that knowing. The secret is to know you are blessed and live your life within that knowing. Now, that's a huge thing this week. If you can manage to think of things you are grateful for, which make you feel blessed, you will be getting the best that this new moon has to offer. That said, this new moon does have a slightly confusing aspect to it. Like the Gemini new moon earlier this year, which Gemini and Sag are opposite signs, this new moon is clashing with Neptune, the planet of confusion and deception, amongst other things, because Neptune does in fact have a positive side as well. But Neptune can be confusing, disappointing, even deceptive, okay? So just be aware. So think back to six months ago, so around June, was there a situation you found confusing? Was there deception? It could well be there is some kind of fallout coming now or with any luck, a conclusion or closure. So yeah, think back. What happened in June? What did you find out that was a bit weird, you know, a bit upsetting and confusing and decepting? Anything around the middle of the year, maybe May, June, July, anything like that. If there's something like that in your life, now it can be the bookend and maybe it's the end of it. The other thing that's really important to note uh, this new moon is that Mars is harmonizing with healing planetoid Chiron. So we can all really benefit from any kind of um, healing activities like yoga or Tai Chi or just, you know, making some resolutions that you've got to start meditating. And as I like to say at the last new moon of the year, don't wait for next year to start to make your New Year's resolutions. You know, if especially you don't like resolutions, do them now. What are you intending? And because the new moon in Sagittarius is, you know, Sagittarius is the happiest, most happy-go-lucky sign, uh, you know, think about a at least one new moon wish of, you know, something you're going to do in the next 12 months on a regular basis to make yourself happy or to make someone you love happy. And um, for those of you who do have the Moonology Diary 2023, and if you're watching on YouTube, I'm holding it up. If you're not watching on YouTube, you'll just have to imagine it's got a lovely big picture of the moon over the ocean. Um, on page 272 of the diary, there is a farewell and welcome exercise, which basically is all about you write down on one sheet of paper. You don't have to have the diary to do this. You can just do it on a sheet of paper what I'm leaving behind from 2023 
And then what do I want to welcome in in 2024? So that's an exercise I've been telling people to do for years and years. I do it myself. Sometimes I do it with my family, which is really fun, doing it together on uh, January the 1st. We do it sometimes. might do it this uh, week because it's new mood. And really what it is, it's a way to acknowledge what you're moving on for and to release that. And then because nature abhors a vacuum, whenever you release something, you want to replace it with something positive. So what do you want to bring into your life in the coming 12 months? All right. So just a few ideas for you there. And I'm just going to have a little sip of my coffee. Excuse me. Okay. So now let's talk about the fact that Mercury is going retrograde this week. What does that mean? Well, first of all, let's say that, uh, point out that Mercury is going retrograde for the third or fourth time this year. I'm not really sure. It goes retrograde up to four times a year and, and this time it's going retrograde in Capricorn. So Mercury retrograde, for anyone who doesn't know, I feel like Mercury retrograde is now one of those things that everybody knows everything about and I don't need to tell anyone, but you know what? It's not the case. Um, Some people, you know, are new to astrology. They're just getting into moonology. They don't know about this stuff. I'm just going to pull something out of my little basket I have here and show you in a minute. But but, um, Mercury retrograde is a time where we get to do a, get a redo, rethink, revamp, revise, re-edit, revisit, all that kind of stuff. And again, for those of you on YouTube, you can see this. If you're listening on the podcast, you just have to uh, believe me. I'm holding up my Mercury Retrograde book, which I wrote with the amazing Kim Farnell a few years ago. If you want to find out about Mercury Retrograde, it is a really, really good book to read. So Mercury Retrograde has a bad reputation. Everybody thinks it's a time of disasters and it's really not. It's sort of that thing of a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. So I've had people writing to me, I think I actually mentioned it in the Mercury Retrograde book. (laughs) I've had people saying, oh, you know, my grandpa died under Mercury Retrograde or I had one person I remember in particular saying, I I try to look forward to Mercury Retrograde, but I had a burst appendix last time. It gave me a burst appendix. It's like, no, that's not what Mercury Retrograde does. Mercury Retrograde is not necessarily a bad thing. It's actually a chance to, it's just a chance to get a second chance, okay? It's a chance to have another bite at the cherry. It's a chance to... If you did something wrong the first time, it's a chance to make it right. If you're not happy with the way something is, it's a chance to repair it, revisit it, reorganize it, retrieve it, reconnect with people, resolve and all that. So yes, there can be confusion. I'm just leafing through my book as we talk. There can be confusion, but overall, um, if you come at Mercury Retrograde as as a positive time, uh, you will get a much better experience, obviously. Um, on In the intro to this uh, Mercury Retrograde book of mine and Kim's, it says, the golden rule, the key with Mercury Retrograde is always to let the cycle unfold without making any major decisions if you can. Mercury Retrograde is going to last into January. Mercury Retrograde usually leads to more information being sent your way, so it's best to see what transpires and, if possible, Wait until the end of the cycle and a few days after that, if you can, before you act. All right. So what I wanted to do to give you sort of to arm you for this last Mercury retrograde of 2023 is 
give you some information about the upside of uh, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn because that's how we did the book. We we tried to help people understand, you know, it, Mercury retrograde would never give you a burst appendix. Mercury retrograde would not, you know, cause the sad passing away of your grandpa or whatever. Mercury retrograde, Mercury is the planet of communications and mind and conversations and exchanges and writing and reading and listening and all that. So it doesn't cause terrible, terrible things, you know, and really difficult things that happen are much more likely to be caused by planets such as Saturn or Pluto because they're like Saturn in particular, Lord of Karma, you know, Pluto, the Lord of the Death and Rebirth Cycle, um, you know, it, it, Neptune, Planet of Deception, but also the planet of, you know, illusion and Hollywood and glamour and all that. So that's where you're more likely to get those terribly difficult things. Mercury retrograde, just know this as we go into this cycle, Mercury retrograde is more about things like misunderstandings, miscommunications, missed flights, missed trains. It is a bit of a problem having Mercury retrograde at Christmas because I know a lot of people will be going home for the holidays, as they say in the movies in the States. Yeah, so, you know, double check your departure. Have you booked your right ticket? I've been to France twice in the last 10 years and turned up at the train station with a ticket that was supposed to be Paris to London instead of London to Paris, uh, probably either in Mercury retrograde or booked in Mercury retrograde. It's more like annoying, confusing things like that. And at one point, I did actually want to like put a little bit of science behind this and I did a little search. And in fact, the New York Times reported on a study that was done about Mercury retrograde about if more baggage went missing at airports. And guess what it actually did? So um, let's talk about the upside of Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, Capricorn being the sign of work and ambitions, it's a great time to rethink how you achieve your ambitions. Perhaps you need to recommit to a goal and or retrain, especially, you know, ahead of the new year. What do you want for yourself professionally? Now's the time to start thinking about it and planning you can break down the steps into achieving your goals in a more realistic way. So basically, rethink your working life. You know, where have you got room for improvement? What do you think you can do better next year? If you've been working hard on a project, this is the time to review it before you finish it. Mercury retrograde, very much edit stuff, rewrite it, rethink it, review it. Uh, yes, delays are possible now, but if you use the energy as well, you could just give the whole thing one last good going over before submission. And I think I've got a few projects in with Hay House that might benefit from that before the year is out. Potentially, this is also a very good time to take up a work project you started earlier but let lapse. Also, just for the record, because of the association that Capricorn has with tradition, this is also a great time to research your family history. So, you know, maybe if uh, that's something you want, ask for a, this is not an ad, okay, I'm literally just saying this on the spot, but maybe, you know, you could either go and get your DNA tested, you know, that 23andMe thing, which I haven't done, um, or maybe, you know, give it to a, as a present to someone, or maybe you could, uh, you know, sign up to Ancestry.com, again, not an ad, never paid them at all, anything, I don't know them, but, you know, that's the kind of thing that you could do. Five things to do under Mercury retrograde. So reassess your career goals, okay? Reassess your career goals. What do you want to achieve in 2024? What do you want to achieve? Write it down. Think about it. 
rebuild something literally or metaphorically. Well, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm actually having my living room and hallway repainted. So that's actually a really good uh, Mercury retrograde thing. Oh, okay. Have a dental checkup because Capricorn is the sign associated with teeth. Uh, but schedule any dental work for after Mercury turns direct. If you can, don't panic if you're getting a big tooth thing done in December. It's not the end of the world. Um, it may well be that it's actually completing a cycle that started under a previous Mercury retrograde. Recommit to a life goal or, you know, just rethink your whole entire life plan because Capricorn is the sign that is associated with plans and strategy. What do you want for yourself? Has your life changed hugely in the last year or two and you think, okay, I actually need a whole new plan. And remember that there's more to life than work. Very important for those of us out there who like to work hard. I'm a hard worker. There's more to life than work. All right. So things to watch out for because there are always things to watch out for. So it's not that you're incapable of communicating right now. It's just that your words may not come out quite as kindly as the person you're speaking to might wish. In other words, Capricorn is quite a tough sign. We all have Capricorn in our chart somewhere and Mercury is the planet of communication. So you need to be careful that you're not going to upset people by being a bit too harsh. What you consider being direct might be might be misconstrued as an accusation or a command. Note to all the mothers of teenage boys out there like me. Try not to take on too many responsibilities under this cycle. Your intentions are good, but if you're stage managing other people's lives, they aren't free to succeed or fail on their own terms. So let people do their own thing. And uh, if you are constantly managing other people, you could barely manage yourself. So it's a time to sort of go, you know what? I mean, I would say at this point, it's a really good time to do my favorite chant, Om Namo Narayani, which is essentially uh, a chart to the Divine Mother, which I learned in India in 2005 when I went to the Sri Narayani Pedam for the first time, Sanskrit, and it means I surrender to the Divine or I surrender to the Divine Mother. In fact, we might chart that once I finish talking about Mercury retrograde, just so we can offer this cycle up to the Divine. Uh, this isn't a time to lay any groundwork if you could avoid it, as there's a fair chance it will need to be redone, like me repainting my living room. And I actually, now I think about it, I think we might have finished some of the work under Mercury Retrograde. It went on for so long that we had to have had a bit of Mercury Retrograde in there. That said, it's a good time to relay groundwork. Blind trust and authority could cause you problems now because it's hard to know which experts you can trust under this cycle. You might consider those you previously thought spoke with an air of wisdom. You might reconsider who is actually an expert at what. Your best guide is your own inner voice of authority. And I'm just going to really quickly rip through how it's affecting everybody by their rising sign. So if you know your rising sign, just listen to that. And I'm going to ask my lovely podcast producers, maybe they'll put a link for uh, where your sign, rising sign is mentioned if you want to skip ahead. So if you're Aries rising, rethink your career. Taurus rising, rethink your study and travel plans and anything to do with your life philosophies. Just really rethink your big, your big ideas. Gemini or Gemini rising, rethink your sex life and or your cash situation. If you're Cancer Moonchild Rising, rethink your love life 
And also be aware that if you're a Cancerian, a moon child, Mercury is going to be going backwards opposite your sun, which, and same if you're Capricorn, be around about your sun. So you may have to rethink a lot of stuff. Leo rising, rethink your daily life, your routines as you go into the new year. Virgo rising, rethink your anything to do with romance, creativity, and children. Libra rising, it's your fourth house, so rethink home and family situations. Scorpio rising, it's your third house. Reconsider the way you're speaking. How's that working for you? Sagittarius rising, rethink anything to do with cash, property, and positions, and double check all your bills and things like that because there's room for confusion. Capricorn rising, it's in your first house. You can change everything about the way other people see you and you might be about to get a major second chance. Aquarius rising, it's in your 12th house. Rethink your attitude towards what scares you because you have a really big year coming up as Pluto moves into your sign and into your first house. And if your Pisces rising, rethink your social life. Are you doing the right thing by your friends? So let's just talk about now um, the last thing. Oh, no, I was going to do a chant. Let's just offer a chant first up to the Divine Mother. Um, I'd offer up this new moon in Sag. May we find new ways to be happy and cheerful. Maybe find ways to help people who are not feeling cheerful. Give them some of our good cheer. Uh, let's focus on healing with the Chiron activation um, and let's also focus on redoing, rethinking, revising anything that needs to be redone, revisited or revised. So I'm going to offer that up to the Divine Mother with a chant and then I'm going to finish off the podcast this week by talking about healing and just giving you a little summary of everything. So here we go. So Divine Mother, we call you in and we offer up this month to you all our hopes and dreams and fears and concerns, anything in our heart, we offer it up to you with the simple Sanskrit chant of Om Namo Narayani. Here we go. Om Namo Narayani. Om Namo Narayani Om Namo Narayani Just see what comes to you as you offer that chant up to the Divine Mother. And I will just say I'm very excited because there's a woman called Natalie, some of you will have uh, heard me mention her before, who lives at the ashram in India where I've been going on and off for coming up to 18, 19 years now. And she's coming to stay with us. I think actually in the week this podcast goes out. So um, I'm going to see if I can get her on here and talk a little bit about the Divine Mother and what goes on with that ashram or maybe I don't know what. She's the one that taught me the famous chakra clearing chant. So let's end with that and when she's here, that's what I'll do. I'll get her on here and I'll say, Natalie, can you 
teach us the chant like you taught me on the rooftop of the guest house at the ashram in India. Teach it to everybody and uh, tell us all about it as you do it. How about that for a plan? Hope I remember. I'll have to write it down as soon as I finish. Okay, here we go. We're going to end with the chakra clearing chant as we clear ourselves out of any negativity and go into this wonderful new moon week. Here we go. Hari Om Nam Lam Mam Vam Sim Ram Vam Yam Yam Ham Shiva Ram Swaha Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest and reclaim the magic that has been inside us all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers.